Hi, you're listening to WRBH Radio 88.3 FM. This is your host of New Orleans by Mouth, Chef Amy Sens. Here in the studio, I have Chef Natasha. Chef Natasha, tell everybody who you are besides a crazy person who dressed up with me today on Halloween. Um, hello, everyone. Good morning. I'm Chef Natasha Clement or Claymore from St. John Parish. If you're from there, that's how we say it. Uh, private chef here locally. And currently at this moment, I am the Swedish chef with my pet chicken here in the studio with Chef Amy. So y'all, I asked her to uh, do her accent and she said, absolutely I, not. I can't do it. <laughs> I don't, I have no idea how he does it, but I've dressed like him. So <laughs> for my listeners out there, this is our first Facebook Live broadcast of a radio show and absolutely my first radio show in costume. So uh, <laughs> lots of firsts here in WRBH. We can thank Tim for uh, just coming up with this crazy idea when he said, hey, Halloween is on a weekday. We need to all wear our costumes to work. So my costume, I am... Flow. Um, I realize I'm getting a lot older because <laughs> I was asking people if they recognized the picture when I was styling my wig, and uh, I got a couple of I Love Lucy's, but <laughs> nobody remembered Mel's the show. Diner. Alice Mel's Diner. Come on, kiss my grits. Y'all. I know. And maybe um, you know Nick at Night didn't play it whenever <laughs> the next generation got it out there, but. Um, I have Chef Natasha in the studio today, and we thought it would be fun to talk all things Halloween candy. And uh, I know that uh, I have no children, but I embrace all child activities. (laughs) If I could still trick or treat and get free things, knocking on people's doors saying hello, I would totally do it. So um, there are certain candies and treats and things that as a kid, I would go, I'm so excited. I can't wait to get that. And then there were other things that when you would look in the bucket, you're like, what were these people thinking? And who can I trade with? Yes. So, (laughs) so Chef Natasha, whenever you were a kid, first of all, where'd you trick or treat? Well, we just trick or treat. Mostly we trick or treat in our own neighborhood. We had a big neighborhood and we would just go up and down the streets and sometimes twice, sometimes change a costume and go back out. They didn't know who we were. We got two bags of candy. Um, But it was really small-knit community. I grew up in St. John Parish, so it was uh, just a small area. My family, I grew up in Ascension Parish, so yes, a small area and, you know, a one-street neighborhood, but you have to, like, walk through the pasture, so it was a lot of exercise, so you better (laughs) get good candy when all was said and done. And there was this sweet little old lady that lived at the end of the neighborhood, and she would give us fruit. Yeah, there's always that one. And I would go, oh, come on. I can have an apple any day. This is the day that I want something delicious. So when you looked in that bag of treats, what was the like? What was the ultimate thing that you would go, oh, I am so glad they gave this to us? You know, it wasn't a store-bought candy. So there was this uh, couple down the street, an older couple, and they didn't have any children. And they made these caramel popcorn balls. And they would wrap them in cellophane with a little bow on it. And I would go back multiple times to get as many as I could of those. Because it was sweet and salty. And that was fun for me as a kid. Um, other than that, I know I'm going to sound like a weirdo. And 90% of these listeners are going to be like, gross. But anything black licorice is my jam. <laughs> 
Not my favorite, but <laughs> I, I learned from the people at Grow That Youth Farm that you don't yuck someone else's young right? yum, with the exception of these things. Oh. And my friend Missy, who is out there, those are terrible. They're terrible. First of all, they're not individually wrapped. So this is not something you're going to get in your trick-or-treat no. bag. But this is like the bowl of we're going to taunt you candy. Right. Right. Grandma would have it on the counter and be like, it's Halloween season. But she knew that we would eat it. Yes. So they put it out. (laughs) So, I mean, I don't really know the origin of candy corn, but I did see this cute little video where they actually lined them all up and made an ear of corn with it. And I went, oh, so it really. Yes, they're perfect for arts and crafts. It really makes corn. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so, um, when your kids were little, did you, you know, were there rules about trick-or-treating? Like, you can only go to certain houses, or um, we had to come with you, and was there, like, an age that you are like, kid, you can't trick-or-treat anymore, you're getting too grown up? Well, I think they kind of figured that out on their own, because kids today are lazy, right? And technology has made them even lazier, and we didn't have all those distractions. So, my kids just kind of stopped trick-or-treating, like, early, um, weren't interested. We would go to other neighborhoods with other parents and we would all walk with them. But after about the age of 10, they were just kind of like, nah, mom, we're going to watch TV. Can you make brownies? Well, so hey. there you go. That's pretty much how we did Halloween. <laughs> well, I feel like Halloween, um, and I noticed it on my Facebook page too. It seems like Halloween is like the first chili of the season. And I don't, you know, I don't always associate New Orleans cuisine with chili, but I started thinking about it and we would always, my house was the last house at the end of the neighborhood. So we would end there and we would have hot dogs and chili as kids. And so it makes sense that, you know, mom could put it in a crack pot or let it go on the stove while they're fixing us all up. And uh, I I know that my mom, when they would, if they would send us out, because sometimes we would just do it, yes, on a tractor with a trailer (laughs) and we would stop at each house. And I felt like my parents were plotting their candy inspection. (laughs) Oh, of course. (laughs) Parents always do an inspection and always steal. Dark chocolate was the thing in my family. I stole out of their bags. They never knew. Well, now they'll know today, but they never knew before. (laughs) My dad was a peanut butter cup fan, Mm -hmm. which is probably where I have my addiction from. But he would grab that bucket and he would go, oh, I have to inspect it. And he would pull out the peanut butter cup and he'd go, oh, no, you can't have that one. <laughs> and then he would, and then every now and then he would take like a black licorice or something he knew I didn't want just so that I wasn't on to his master plan. But Thanks. as I got older. Yeah, he's way cooler than I did. I just took it. <laughs> I used to say, I want to grow up and inspect kids candy so I can pick out the best candy. <laughs> Well, I brought some candies and some things for us to taste because, you know, there are certain candies. I pulled up a thing on the Internet and it was like, these are the most popular candies in different parts of the country. And uh, I was shocked at some of them because they're like, oh, sweet tarts are popular here. And um, Sour Patch Kids, I think, was like New Jersey. Mm -hmm. And so I realized that not everyone loves the exact same candy. So for the last week, I have had candy on my counter (laughs) at my house. And I go, okay, everybody, so let's taste all this candy. And um, 
let's see what kind of happens as people are coming in and out of my house, what Which they, they are grab. choosing first. Right. So in a week, this is the third bag of peanut butter cups. Now, I could say I'm guilty for eating like a half a bag, <laughs> but my husband, who I know isn't listening so I can make fun of him, is on a low-carb diet. And I woke up one morning and it was just nothing but wrappers. That was it. That was his counter. breakfast. So is there anything that you taunt, that you go, okay, I'm just buying this for me and I'm not going to give it or share it with anybody? Oh, you know, that's hard for me. Uh, the thing is, my favorites, I'm lucky in my household because no one likes them. No one likes the black liquors or the black jelly beans or an Easter or now I, I can put a dent on some Reese's. If I'm in the mood, um, but anything dark chocolate is probably what I buy and then hide. Uh, yes, and you have to hide it. And I, yeah, because they'll find it. And I mean, hide like maybe in like my underwear drawer because that's how that's how much they'll find things. They'll find anything sweet in my house. They'll find it. I um I have a secret candy stash, and it's not <laughs> just at Halloween. It's kind of oh, year time. year round. And a friend of mine brought her kids over, and I said, oh, I'm going to hire us a babysitter for your kids, and we're going to go around the corner and have dinner. And I come back. They found my secret candy stash. (laughs) And I was like, we came back, and they all had Tootsie Pops and, like, chocolates. And I went, oh, my goodness, I guess I haven't hit it well enough that I need to do it better. Kids will find it. It's like they have another sense. They can smell it. I have one thing here that I thought we could be extra spooky here on Halloween. <laughs> uh, I love gummy candies. Yeah, There's, I have to say I'm a fan. And I had never before seen a gummy brain. And I was kind of thinking it was going to be a big gummy brain. Yes, yes. and our, our our zombie over there just jumped in. Yeah, and went, he, brains. Wants, he wants gummy brains. Gummy brains. You can come in and have a gummy brain. <laughs> um So we have gummy brains. Uh, I thought it was going to be a big one. It's a bunch of little ones. So I think we should taste it, and we should. So detailed looking. You can, y'all. You can see the. uh, (laughs) You can see the entire. uh, What is it? The entire limbic system. Yes, that's it. (laughs) I'm going back to my. Or it looks uh, like ground meat. Either one. (laughs) Yeah, it kind of looks. So it's got like all kinds of weird like indentations on the top. It's pink with a little white and a little blue, and then. An interesting little run of pink on the bottom. Yes. I think it dripped. It so dripped. let's taste it and see what Let kind of flavors we're getting. Out the way, see if I can handle this. Oh my god, it's really, really, it's really chewy. Very difficult to bite. Oh. I wonder if real brains are like that. I don't know. I didn't know brains taste like strawberry. Tastes like strawberry. Mm-hmm. It tastes like a very chewy strawberry. With a side of mustache. With a side of mustache. <laughs> because you that kind of underneath of it. Is really tough to chew. It's yeah. almost like there's an extra layer of gelatin that is not, that is over gelled. Yeah. So, so I right. go after that though when but they I just think sit there gummy, and chew and drool all gummy day. Gummy brains are fun and mm-hmm. so not sh- gross. So, Chef Natasha, if I have an entire bag <laughs> of gummy brains and knowing that I live in the French Quarter and I'm not really going to have trick or treaters, <laughs> what am I going to do with this after today? I don't know. Um, so, that's a good question. I don't know. Melt them down. I'm wondering <laughs> if you can use them in your holiday fruitcake. Oh, <laughs> make an organ fruitcake. 
And you could chop that up. <laughs> now, you had some Halloween candy at home, and yes. you said, okay, I'm going to make a little something to show you what to do with right. the leftover Let Halloween candy. And I'm going to eat the rest of the gummy brain while yes. you do that. So, I had some Halloween candy ready for tonight, and I was like, so how can we make something with all this junk that's not so junky? And so I did this. So I did a candied apple. So basically, I just took a caramel... I dipped the green apple in it with a skewer, and I rolled it in some Skittles, and then, of course, I found sprinkles, and uh, that's pretty much it. It might break your teeth, but at least you're getting your apple a day. Yes, yes, <laughs> and the dentists love you after Halloween, I, I mean, would you imagine. could make a creamy caramel, but I didn't. I made the candied. <laughs> well, and, you know, I think it's important for us, you know, as cooks, and especially home cooks, to go, we don't have to be as complicated right. as we make it. And I had challenged one of my chefs and I said, okay, here's what we have. We have sugar, we have brown sugar, we have butter, we have heavy cream. We have um, those, uh, what are they, This uh, something daddies? They're the sugar, sugar babies. Sugar, sugar babies. babies. That's what it is, the sugar <laughs> babies. Those little caramel candies. Right. I had milk duds and a few other candies. And I said, what are y'all going to come up with? And you can use any of these things or you can use one, maybe two. And we had apples. And I ended up being, hey, let's not be too complicated here. Right. Let's just melt down those sugar babies and throw a couple milk duds in it, slice up the apple, saute it, and put it over some pound cake. Oh, Voila. yum. Now, my chef, who is very classically trained, made a caramel sauce because she had all of the, the ingredients. ingredients. Right. And we ended up with the exact same dish, but one was kind of like the, the easy way. Right. And then the other was the hard way. And so I feel like as we're, we're looking at what's left over, especially when we get these things like the caramels and, yeah. and stuff like that, there's got to be a way to cook it down into something, whether it's a sauce and as we're all getting ready for Thanksgiving holidays, right. rather than eating all this for the next couple of weeks, <laughs> we can now make someone else enjoy those calories, right. right? And I mean, this one actually took five minutes. I'm not going to lie. The caramel probably took about 8 to 10 minutes to make. And then I just took a skewer in the apple. I rolled in the caramel, dipped it in the Skittles. I put it in a container. I came here. Yeah. That's it. So moms out there, you can make any kind of candied apple with Skittles, Nerds, um, crush up some sweet tarts, probably be good. Or you can do the whole chocolate route and just roll it in like some crunched up chocolate bars. That would be messy, but delicious. Um, I don't know. I yeah, couldn't I mean, anything if, else fun to do. If you have those little fun-sized Snicker bars yeah, and Kit Kats and stuff, just chop it up and you can do it. And I think this is a good idea for those moms that are, you know, as we're approaching the holidays, maybe the schools are having bake sale fundraisers and things yeah. like that. And you want to get this junk out of your house, but you don't really want to throw it away. Right. Um, that's a good idea to just kind of roll it up and... And even if you just want to, like, dip some Oreos and chocolate yeah. in the caramel and do that, it kind right. of just uses up those things, but then it's a fun and interesting sweet treat. Right. And you can take, if you want to make this Thanksgiving-y, this apple, take all your red and yellow and orange Skittles out, 
and then give away Thanksgiving colored candied apples for Thanksgiving to the kids' classes and then just eat all the blue and purple and red ones at home. And it's a great <laughs> way to keep your kids occupied, picking yeah. out and Make counting. Make sort it out and count how many they have. <laughs> well, I got uh, some candies that as a little kid, I would go, ugh, this is terrible. I don't want this in my right. basket. But as I get older, I'm starting to kind of appreciate it more. <laughs> And I'm not really sure why. Maybe it's like the transition before you get to butterscotch. I guess so. I don't know. Right. But these are, when I would see these little black and orange kind of wax paper wrappers. And you, but y'all, it's like a peanut butter caramel chew that I cannot open. So we're going to, let's see. There we go. Got it. So it's like a peanut butter caramel chew, but it doesn't look all that exciting. But again, if your kids they aren't... smell great. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it smells like, like peanut, peanut butter. butter, right? And so when you take a little taste, it's extra chewy. It's going to be more taffy-like than, say, the um, the gummy brains. But this is another thing that you can easily melt down mm-hmm. and turn into something. Or you put this... What I would do is I would freeze it and put it in my food processor and kind of give it like a quick... Pulse, yeah, so that it'll and then put it in like your way. cookies, like a mm-hmm. chocolate chip cookie, and you put these little peanut butter candies in it. But after they cook, they're kind of melty and chewy and delicious. So yeah, so definitely not for kids with braces. No, <laughs> this is the kind of thing that if you have a filling or a crown, yes, you might want to be a little extra careful. You melt it first. <laughs> well, so Chef Natasha, I thought it would be fun. To be like, hey, what if you got this? How would you feel? And because I am a kid at heart who <laughs> loves junk food, I'm actually in like a an online uh, junk food club oh, where it- every month <laughs> I get a box of junk food from a different country. Oh, that's cool. So I brought a couple of things and I thought it would be fun. And then you can pick which one of these you want to try and tell us about because I have not I've not tried these yet. These are some. So these are and I think if I were a kid I would get super excited. It's like French fry potato chips from Taiwan. Oh. No, granted, everything is written in another language, but the picture looks it like looks McDonald's French fries. Now yeah. I don't know if it looks like French fries inside the bag, so we can check. This one was really interesting. This one Hello Kitty is on there. It's a Hello Kitty (laughs) Pop Smile corn. Okay. So again, I'm like, I don't know if it's going to taste like corn. I don't know if it's a corn chip. (laughs) But either way, if I get something crazy like this in my Halloween bucket, I guarantee you I'm going to try it and I'm going to go, hey, that was a cool house. Right. Because they gave us something cool. Because they gave us cool stuff. The kids really do know which ones are the right houses, right? Yeah, they they avoid the other ones. They know from the year before. They take inventory. So I have pickled onion rings. Oh. And then this one. And for, yeah, my, that, that... for my friend Scott out there, uh, he, oh, man. he saw this and was like, oh, who eats that? A haggis and cracked pepper potato chip. So oh, I'm going to encourage goodness. you to try this oh, as we're finishing. And then I'll give you what a little palate cleanser. So, oh, let's it see. Smells 
not wonderful. It's so <laughs> I smell the pepper and it does kind of have a meaty aroma. And I see Chef Natasha's taking like the smaller little bite. Oh, so it's, gosh. it tastes like potted meat. Potted meat. Yeah. Okay. So we'll do a palate cleanser. Yeah, that's not a good one. <laughs> so, that's at the old lady house that doesn't like children. So here is a palate cleanser because I thought this was fun. And I'm not going to tell you what it is. I'm going to oh have my you goodness. eat it. And then I'll tell you what it is. Right. This is turning into a prank show on me. Yes, it is. Because <laughs> as soon as Tim said, hey, let's do candies on air. So look, we'll do it together. And oh, look, what is this? So for creature? my viewers out there, we can't even tell. It's just like little parts of something. Little chocolate covered things. Um, there's white chocolate and dark chocolate. So if you'll pick one, Chef Natasha, whichever one you want. And then let's take a little taste and see how it is. So you can go first. I <laughs> know <laughs> I'm not going first. Okay, I'll go first. <laughs> All right. So kind of crunchy in the middle. Mm-hmm. It kind of tastes a little. Like um, chocolate Easter candy with um, stale Kit Kat wafer in the middle. Or a bug. It is a bug. I knew it. It is a bug. So is a worm? Did we just eat a chocolate covered worm? I just worm? gave you a chocolate covered uh, larvette. Oh. <laughs> so Well, that's probably a lot more delicious than the gummy maggots that I saw at the store, but never mind. So, you know, but it's got lots of protein in it. Yeah. So you're balancing it out. I'm balanced and, for lunch. And, you know, again, it's back to that. Now that I won't eat Don't lunch. yuck someone else's <laughs> yum. And you realize that, hey, it's super fun and uh, kids might enjoy it and get that kind of whole Easter candy little bit of oh, that's extra a prank protein. I want to play on my children. <laughs> so, Chef Natasha, what are... You know, what is your family doing tonight for Halloween? Well, they're all teenagers. So, um, homework. Uh, it, one is going to walk down the street to some neighbors. My husband and I have a concert. And the other uh, two will be um, probably at a party down the street from their mom's house. But pretty much anywhere and everywhere. But nothing really specific. They're at that age now where they're just kind of like, eh, I just want to do my own thing. Well, and you know, that happens and it's kind of nice for you, for our listeners out there. Um, Chef Natasha and I have been talking about candy and junk food and Halloween, but um, she's a chef and she's yeah. not just dressed up as a chef. And so <laughs> I, I don't, I don't blame her for enjoying her night off on the sofa and right. and hanging out. <laughs> so why don't you tell our listeners what you really do besides dress up as the Swedish chef and eat oh, chocolate covered bugs with me? Right. Well, besides wearing this wonderful mustache. Um, which, by the way, for all you guys out there, I applaud you. It's very sweaty. Um, anyway, I am a private chef and caterer on site. Um, the name of my company is Sophisticated Southern Plates. And what I like to do is have fun with Southern comfort food and elevate it to kind of help you wow your guests. Um, I do um, like to cook for some local athletes and get my foot in the door with healthy food as much as I don't eat it as much as I should. But um, but anyway, that's pretty much it. Just a small chef, business owner, working my way up the ladder. <laughs> and, you know, you know, it's one thing uh, here in the community, we, we see so many chefs and we get so many chefs in on the show that are working in restaurants. And you realize that there's a lot of people out there that have chefs come into their house that are mm-hmm. catering parties, that are doing special events. And so you kind of have a, a mobile restaurant. Yes, basically it's what it is. I come to you, and we do custom menus to suit your style, your party, your type of food, your palate. 
Um, and it tends to be super unique and fun. Um, sometimes my recipes are invented that day at that time for those guests. And it's just, it keeps going from there. So it's fun. Well, as you're getting into the fall season and we're hoping for this weather to change, you know, what are some of the things that are on your radar to cook for this weather change? Oh, goodness. Um, I'm ready to do some gratins and some heavy cheesy dishes and stuff that you won't sweat so much eating if it's not 80 or 90 degrees. Um, I love fall vegetables and squash and stuff like that. So we're, we have some of that on the menus coming up. Uh, beef Wellington is a big holiday staple that I like to play with. Um, just classic, really comfort, uh, gourmet food, I guess. And whenever you're doing this classic comfort gourmet food, you know, are there certain things that you're pulling from your childhood that you're like, well, this was Mama's recipe. This is the best and I don't need to, oh, to change it. Yeah, absolutely. I don't change um, a lot of things about the things that we had as children that stayed in our memory. Um, you know, and even something as simple as some skewers. You know, we grew up with sugarcane farmers. So I'll skewer things on a piece of sugarcane instead of a skewer. Just when people are like, what's that? I'm like, you can go ahead and try to eat it. It might break your teeth, but... Um, but anyway, yeah, you know, we keep local fresh produce, lots of seafood, lots of butter, lots of heavy cream, just like grandma did. Um, you know, you try to make your presentations as fancy and as uh, pretty to the eye as possible, but sometimes the flavor is more important. And, and it is. The flavor is important. But, you know, we're when we're eating, we want to smell it. We want to see it. Mm -hmm. But we also want to be taken back to that childhood. And that's kind of why I wanted to do this today is yeah. kind of get a moment for us to go back to our childhood and say, hey, let's let's experience life the way that it should. And right. whether it's through good home cooking, through restaurants, through caterers, or through just the junk that shows up on the, the front steps because right. our kids brought it home, there's still a way that we can have that moment of like fun and excitement and create a memory, right? Exactly. Food is about creating memories and relationships. I really do believe that. So, well, tell us, we have a little bit of time. So, tell us real quickly where people can find you and how they can find out more and how they can see like a real picture of you uh, without these yes. crazy eyebrows I've been staring without at. Without my <laughs> sexy get up I have on today. Um, yeah, so I have um, Sophisticated Southern Plates Facebook page, also my personal page, Natasha Clement. You can find me on Facebook both those ways and on Instagram, um, Chef underscore Nola, well, Chef Tasha underscore Nola, excuse me. Um, and then also uh, my website, uh, SophisticatedSouthernPlates.com, and you can check that out and look at all the events I've done and pictures and documentations and uh, reviews from, you know, different clients and uh, people that I've cooked for in the last three years. So anything exciting or crazy on the agenda for the rest of the year? Oh, you know, it's just back-to-back -back Christmas parties. Everybody's partying. Sit-down dinners, five-course dinners, um, you know, theme dinners. I think what I'm most looking forward to, though, it was probably going to be in 2019. I have a big wedding coming up, and they wanted to bring the beach to NOLA. So we have this really fun beach, NOLA-inspired menu that I'm working on. So that's exciting for me. And it's fun. You know, as I, I imagine that every event is different. Every uh -huh. client is different. So you're always getting all this fun stuff. 
So, Chef Natasha, thank you for being no, a trooper. I eat a bug. Thank you for having me, Chef Amy. You're the best, and only you could get me to eat a bug. And to, <laughs> to drive here from in this outfit. Yes, so. I am going to drive home like this with the windows down and my mustache blowing in the wind. Happy Halloween, everybody. <laughs> You're the best. <laughs> Happy Halloween. You've been listening to WRBH Radio 88.3 FM. This is your host New, of New Orleans by Mouth, Chef Amy said. So thank you, Chef Natasha. Until next time, ciao. Bye-bye. <laughs> Thank y'all. I hope you had fun.